Hello, and welcome back to 16 Candles, place where the 80s pass the death zones. Last time we started a, uh, a little romp into the back catalogue of some writer that kids don't remember. Um, I think. Um, no copyright usage was mixed. Uh, anyway. Um, yes. yes. Um, in the small and idyllic Albert daycare on the outskirts of Arcadia in the plain of Cordelia, uh, two Albert cubs by the name of Momo and Rupert uh, found themselves awoken by a terrible slamming sound as a door somewhere in the building was being blown around, um, only to find a small beaver who was not named, um, but... Um, the right honourable Sir Chuck Chuckington was there um, and not Justin Beaver um, as I said I enjoyed his name more than Justin Beaver and he's not getting changed um, <laughs> Chuck Chuckington uh, came out and uh, asked um, had a winter witch come for or a wolfy witch looking person um, and the two owlbear cubs who were um, enjoying the kitchen uh, followed through the cupboard in the uh, in the reception area into a, a winter wonderland in the back of the cupboard. And there was no James McAvoy or young man from that original version or the, yes. the the character from the book or anything else. You might be trying but to link it to there was a lamppost. There was a lamppost, just to make sure the reference was there. Um <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was Turkish delight that was taken from the Winter Witch, um, um, yes. <laughs> and yeah, then, I'm a bit worried about the consequences of uh, Rupert eating that. Yeah, there's no consequences. It was just a just a here's, reference. Here's a reference. Um, oh, good. As the door disappeared, <laughs> um, you both were told by Chuck Chuckington that you had to uh, go and. <laughs> His his full name is Chuck Wood Chuckington. Um, yeah, how much wood can he chuck? Um, as much as he wants, uh, as, long <laughs> as, as long as he's on union <laughs> rates. God damn it! Uh, anyway, uh, uh, you were told to go and see the witch over the river um, at her cave, where she'd be able to help you get back home, so uh, Momo wasn't sent to bed without dinner. Yes, uh, she's really nervous about that. Getting back, getting over to the to the riverside, you found four deer, um, who were having a bit of a moment, uh, picking oh on dear. picking on one of them. <laughs> yep, oh dear indeed. Uh, excuse me, whilst I just uh, make sure I go over here. Um, remember, we're using Sirenscape. Perfect. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Sirenscape for all your sound needs. <laughs> um, you found. Four deer, one of which were being picked on, called uh, Robin, um, and you scared the other three away and uh, sent the other one on his way to to go sort his nose out. And you met the door, which asked you a riddle to see if you could get into the cave, and uh, you failed his riddle, which made Momo cry, which made the door awkward because nobody likes to see a crying toddler. Um, to which the door let you in, and we pick up as you enter into the cave itself. Um, you walk down this corridor, and it leads into a large, kind of like, castle-like uh, antechamber foyer area. Um, there is a cave-like quality to the walls, 
but the um, there are like columns that hold up the roof, even though they're technically not needed. Uh, it's more just for show um, as you walk in, um, and you find yourself uh, looking at. Let me just find which one. Yes, uh, you find yourself looking at um, at the other end. There is a stairwell that goes up uh, both far ends of the room onto a balcony level and then another stairwell that leads up to a top level um, and there is a doorway situated at the top level um, inside the center of the two stairwells uh, either side of the room are three columns that look different to the ones holding the roof up there are three large stone columns which seem to have some sort of etching or painting on them you can see that on the first uh, of the three, from left to right, you can see that uh, the three segments that make up the, the column have the feet of a lion, the body of a man, and the head of a bee. On the, what, the feet of a lion, the body the of a man, and the head of a bee? That's it. Um, the second column... Uh, in the same fashion, it looks like they've got like three segments of the, the, the column itself. Um, has the feet of a man, the body of a bee, and the head of a lion. Okay. And then the third one, you may have guessed what it is already. Have the feet of a bee. Have feet of a bee, body of a lion, the head of a man. Bang on. Yeah! On each of the uh, of the columns that are holding the r the roof up in here, you can see the same kind of like brass plaque that has been uh, um, engraved onto, and they each have the same things, uh, which you can all read um, somehow. You can just understand it automatically um, because Christmas, um, <laughs> and uh, the uh, they all read. The third of us is most feared but endangered by the middle. The first of us can hurt the others and will help you answer this riddle. From when we tried to find a home and found the third allowing, we built our nest deep within and the second found it so devouring. Out of the eater, something to eat. Out of the strong, something sweet. Damn it. <laughs> I've already forgotten most of what That's fine. Yeah, I started writing it now. I'm going to copy it over to the chat for you, so you've got that there. I just wanted to read it out oh, loud. Thank you, thanks. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah, I wrote the first line down and then was like, ah, oh, I can't keep up. But yeah, all the plaques have this written on it. I'll post it over to yourself now, so you've got a copy of it in front of you. Thank you. Reading in the Furber chat. The, 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 uh, I'm doing Facebook it. Ones. Yes, uh, in in the the Facebook one uh, okay. for the 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 little group we made for the Christmas one shot. Yes, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just checking you weren't putting it into the Discord. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, or if I put it in the one and Liam's just like, why am I getting the, what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, uh, that's what's in this room that you can see, um, and you have that that riddle to help you. Is this when we find out that um, Quentin tells us children's Bible stories at bedtime? Emma, 
we are playing a game for Christmas. We would not have any weird religious connotations in this child's story. There would be no... It doesn't say that the owlbear cubs must be one of Adam and one of Eve. Or two of Adam and two of Eve. Wink. Um, nah, I'm a child of Lilith. Edmund is not eating Turkish delight in the other scene at this point. Um, anyway. <laughs> Who is even Edmund? I don't know what you're on about. I don't know. You're just talking gibberish now. <laughs> so, um, with that information in front of you, what would you like to do? Just, just, I just want to be clear what I can see. Yep. We've got three pillars. Yep. On one of the three pillars, on all of the pillars, you've got the bee, the man, the lion, but in different, like... Yep. And then on all of the pillars, it's that plaque that has the exact same word. Uh, yes. Okay. And, and when the oh sorry, when the, the pillars have got the body parts. Yep. Oh no 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 no! It's all right. Forget my next question. It, it wasn't going to make any sense. So and so just to, oh, oh sorry, go on. Are we basically going to have to try and build the correct column in the right order? Yes. To yeah. make a whole a whole being. Yeah. Yes. Being. Um, and uh. then in theory, if I've understood the riddle right, um the B one would give us something sweet. So Oh wait, no, that's the strong. I don't know. See, this is the thing. I've already I'm confused. That's fine. I so, don't do riddles. So um to, so you've got the free to, to give it you know you know those uh, games that they have in like um, kids parks and stuff like that where they've got like yeah. the different animal heads and stuff like that you turn yeah. everything around so it matches yep. that's, yep. The that's the one um, so okay. you've got you've got that the balconies go up so the first balcony allows you to turn the middle circle and the top balcony allows you to turn the head circle um, and then the riddle is basically telling you the order that you've got to put them in so uh, the third of us, so that would be the one on the far right, is most uh, okay. feared and endangered by the by middle. Um, endangered by man. And yes. then the first of us can hurt the others and will help you answer this riddle. So, uh, and then uh, the other, the next of it is a, a very subtle hint towards religious stuff because we're doing the line, the witch in the wardrobe, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, oh, we're not. We're doing... Oh yes, we are. We're doing oh. the owl bears. The owl bears. The cupboard in reception and the witch. Um, <laughs> it's completely. Also, Steve, Steve, if you're taking if you're taking the riddle from Samson and Delilah, Delilah was in the Tom Jones one. Look how you've linked everything together. Oh no, I didn't think of that at all. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, George is really intrigued to see when what the next set of references you're going to make are. <laughs> They're not as good, I'm sorry, from this point onwards. <laughs> it will be good, it will be good. So back back to the story. Back to yes. the story. Because we're, we're doing a thing. Yeah. So we know we the order to... of the columns we need to make, or at least I think we do. I think we do. It's the second half, I don't understand. But in theory, by that, if we make the first one will understand the rest of it anyway. Yes. So we we all agree 
we all agree. There's only us here. We all agree. <laughs> third one, lion, yes? I believe the third one is lion, the middle one is man, and the first one is a bee. Buzz. And as yes. she says buzz, she'll, like, poke him with her claw. Do not poke me, and he slaps her away. Oh, I'm sorry, you must not poke the sleeping bear. I do not like being poked whether I am sleeping or awaking. <laughs> anyway, I go I go to top I'll go to top balcony, I turn heads. Okay. He'll scamper up. The middle one? Okay. Yeah. So you, between the two of you, you start to move it around. So you've got the bee on the first far left column. You've got this man on the middle column and you've got the lion on the right column. Yes. Perfect. Um, as you do that, there is a clinking noise uh, from behind uh, whoever would be on the top column currently. So it was uh, uh, Rupert previous. Uh, so you hear a clinking noise. And as you turn around, uh, there is a small kind of like shoot next to the door that drops out a small, almost like a, a, a marble, but about, actually it would be more cricket ball sized actually, uh, a small kind of like cricket ball sized glass ball sort of thing that drops out oh. of it, and the door just kind of clicks gently and swings open behind you. Oh, look! Look what I got! I got toy! And she'll run. My special toy, not for you. Okay. A joke, you play, you play too, but later, yes? We, we do this now. Okay. Excellent. We're smart. We're smart, Albers. We're very smart. I think I think Quentin needs to teach us something harder, because we're, we're very, very smart. Well, you are also smart. Which, which so door? I did not think you were very smart, but you're quite smart as well. Well done. And he pats her on the head, which is very patronizing for a four-year-old to do. <laughs> but she's like one... Two years old, so she takes it. She's like, oh, yes. Well done. You'll be genius when you're old. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Um, so do we go, for, we go through the door. Lovely. Uh, you go through the door, um, up a stairwell, and you start climbing up the stairs, and you find yourself, uh, after uh, two or three uh, flights of stairs, you find yourself in another similarly shaped room. Um, this time there is um, more of a kind of like uh, an entrance hall to the main chamber sort of thing. So there's a red carpet running down the centre um, and there are a pair of ruby red lips on the far end of the room. Um, I will say, Momo, I think this is all... I find this all very strange that this is all inside a cupboard. Uh, <laughs> shush. Shush, don't I question. Do not, I do not know what you think, but usually cupboards are not this big and... The, there is the cupboard in the playroom that has toys, and then there is the cupboard with the tuna, which is not the cupboard for the vegan, and it is nothing is this big. This is all very peculiar. I think. Yes, but sometimes in my dreams, I go to places that, that I've never seen before. Like one time, um, Lily and no, um, Lilac and um, and uh, Bumbo were um, fighting for the the big seat in the room, and uh, mm. they had to fight a two-headed dragon to win it. Oh and yes, they decided to share. It is definitely a dream because we all know that dragons do not exist. He says, 
very confidently in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I so don't know whether the Albus would have ever seen a dragon. So, um, with the rest of the room for you, just so you're aware. Um, you've got at the far end of the room where the door was last time in the previous room, there's a large set of ruby red lips um, that has almost like the tongue is this red carpet that runs down the centre. Um, and on the walls here, you can see four portraits, two on the left and two on the right. And in the centre of the room, you can see four large stone blocks. Um, the pictures, as you look around, will be... Da, 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 da. Uh, the first image, so the one on the left as you come in, is of a butcher sorting fish. Um, the one on the far uh, left... Um, the, the one on the far left is a baker making cakes. The one on the closest to you on the right is a lady making lemonade in a garden. And the fourth, or so the far right one, is of a tavern owner pouring ale. There are slight indentations in the ground in front of each of the uh, of the the pictures, about the same size as the blocks in the centre of the room. Ah, I see. Okay. What would you like to do? Can I stand in the indentation in yeah. one of them? Yeah, you go over. Which one would you stand in just randomly? Um, the garden. The garden, okay. You stand in, in there, um, and there is like you can hear almost like the sound of the garden and like the, the sound of the ice in the jug as she pours the, 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 like the, the sugar water and stuff and starts making it. And it's like you can hear what's happening in the image, but the image stays stuck still. Uh, and nothing else seems to happen. That is so cool. It's funny you... you stand there because you are same size as blocks over here. <laughs> is this the... Are you calling me fat? No, no, just saying <laughs> the, the holes in floor, same size as blocks. Oh! Do we? Well, uh, did you hear? Did you hear the sounds when I stood here? No, I did not. And he ambles his way over and just sort of shoves her out of the way a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Get in. Lovely. You <laughs> also hears the garden. Yep, you'd also hear it. And when you move out of the block, uh, Momo, you wouldn't hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah. That is extremely peaceful. I like it. It's like the music that Quentin listens to to calm down. Pretty nice. Hmm. I wonder if all of them do the same. Uh, whatever one um, Rupert doesn't run to next, I will run in the opposite direction to. Okay. Yeah. We don't <laughs> have we to act this out, Steve, idea. if you want us to go through it quickly. No, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. So you, as you go through them, um, you would hear, so whoever sits in the in the butcher sorting fish, you can hear like a market area. You can hear people calling out their wares. Uh, for whoever sits in the uh, in the baker's one, you can hear like the sound of like the furnace uh, being pu uh, pumped by the bellows and stuff like that to keep the oven hot. And you can hear like uh, the uh, like cracking of eggs and clucking of chicken in the background. And then Rupert, when... oh, Rupert oh. sits in the tavern one. Yep. Um, 
and shouts out, hey, look at me, I am drunk like Trisha, the lady who works on the Saturdays. <laughs> um, Quentin needs to hire better staff. I feel like Quentin's not got a good hold on his daycare. How dare you? <laughs> it is a fine establishment and you need to stop with it. Um, as you get further into the room and you get closer towards the lips at the end, they actually start to move. Um, as they sense someone's near, and you just hear coming out of them, you can see no, nothing else for appendage or anything like that, but you hear this voice call out, like, ah, hello, welcome to uh, the, the, the challenge room. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, oh, I am Rupert, this is Momo. Hello, Rupert, Do hello. challenges all the time. Hmm? Do challenges all the time. Oh, that's very lovely. I haven't done a challenge in a while. I don't know where my voice has gone now. Uh, I don't know, but I like it. I am, I am what is known as a magic mouth, um, and it again, it's moving it all the time. Uh, it seems to change from one voice to another um, as it talks, um, and I will try my best to voice act, but I'm uh, not great. <laughs> Do not worry. Um, Have you heard my voice? <laughs> Say, I think Emma's the most consistent of us all right now. <laughs> No, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, as 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 you uh, say who you are, you come in to do challenges. Uh, um, okay, so we're uh, here to do the challenges, are we? That sounds very good. Uh, we're here to discuss the room, and if you can solve my problems, then you may leave. You need water. You you should have water. Uh, no, no like I'm fine. Okay. Sorry. He's fine. He sounds a bit like Fluffy when she's trying to tell us all her bedtime stories. Oh dear, you should sit down and have a nice cup of cocoa as we do a little chat and it'll be lovely. Um, have you tried? Every now and then I like to sit down and I think about, you know, what does the room need from me? And I try to understand what it's trying to do, but I don't seem to understand what this room wants. There's some pictures and there's some boxes. Do you know what you want to do? Um, is it like the, the puzzle cube? Ball thing where we have to fit the shape into the Um, I don't really know. Um, I think um, and a weird kind of like tongue slips out and licks the lips. Uh, <laughs> I just gagged. <laughs> I am. Um, I think, and I don't know why, that you might want to have a think about what those things might have and what qualities they might have and what those stones might be able to offer you. Okay, we we think. Mm-hmm. Steve, yes. just to just to clarify, what's in the room? Yeah, we have the four portraits. Yep, of the four different people with their things, their cakes, their fish, yep. whatever. We have the blocks. Yes. What did you What did you say was on the blocks? There's nothing on Is them. There... They are four identical stone blocks. They just look like like hewn square blocks um nothing else that you could um i will say just to kind of give a hint towards this one and so specifically because of your owlbear cubness um because you have advantage because of your keen smell as you get close towards them they do have a bit of it they don't smell of stone like one of them as you walk yeah. past them has a salty quality to it yes 
hint. Wink. I know. Well, that, that one would go in front of the butcher for the fish. What? Why? Why do you? I do not like the smell. I know where no, my accent comes. No, I don't like the. I don't, I don't like the smell. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Nobody's getting me lucky charms. <laughs> that's, that's because you don't like tuna. I really can't get Irish. It's right in my head now, and I can't get it no. out. Oh my god! Emmer, I need you to follow me as Kodar leads you into the next room. Go. Follow. Okay. Yes, I do not like tuna. I do not like the fish. That. Yes. Put the put the smelly fish block with the with the man with the fish. Okay. You and push. I'll move it. Excellent. Can we move it? Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a <laughs> fight, but you're quite strong. Um, as you're getting uh, closer and closer to adolescence as uh, as uh, Albez, and you start pushing it, and it's a fair push, but you manage to get it into the block, and it sinks in gently. And now, from that corner of the room, you can hear the noises as if you were sat in the block. Oh, you hear? Hear this? Oh. Must be right. Must be right. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh... She'll excitedly then sniff the next block. Okay, that one smells sugary sweet. Ooh. Ooh. That could be cake or lemonade. Could. We could always, we could sniff another block and Good leave idea. that one till end. This is why you're the smart one. No. No, just, just process of elimination. So you smell. I know big words. So <laughs> the second one was the sweet one. Um, mm -hmm. You've already moved the salty one. The third block in the row of four is uh, kind of like a, a citrusy sour smell to it. And uh, then the final one has this kind of like um, wheaty but bitter kind of smell to it. Yes. This, this block smells like Trisha. I push here. She's <laughs> into the oven. Oh, Trisha. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I'll move the cake one in front of the cake. Okay. I like the lemonade one. Pushing them, we just, we keep falling over, just like <laughs> comedy <laughs> montage. <laughs> we push it a bit, and then, like, it's too much, and we just do a little forward roll, and then we get up and keep pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the Benny Hill music is what you need right <laughs> now. <laughs> can't have copyright. Yakety sat, can't be played. Um... <laughs> Anyway, um, as you push well, them in, uh, the room starts to uh, the room starts to have this um, uh, beautiful moment uh, as this cacophony of sound starts to play around, um, which you could create yourself using Skyrimscape.com. Um, but we're going to move on. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Plug. Amazing. Always be advertising. Um, anyway. Not even like we're being paid to advertise. I know. No, we're not being paid to. That's how good they are. Um, anyway, <laughs> wow. as you uh, as you, you do this, the the mouth kind of just is uh, kind of like the noise I expected to hear, and I apologize um, that I can't do it justice. So I will put it in your mind as the sound nugget it is. But you know when uh, when Hex is singing Toxic Love, and he does that. <laughs> mm, that's quite nice. Um, and then <laughs> that's exactly what you hear as the mouth then oh just lulls forwards and the mouth opens up and the tongue acts as a small stairwell going up into the mouth and you can see another stairwell inside the mouth. 
um, at the base of like the little um, kind of like run in the center of the tongue uh, is another one of those balls that dropped out the chute in the first room. Another ball. You have this one. And he's running. Get it. And kind of jump up and down on the tongue as it's squishy. It's it's got like a a weird kind of like um, it's like for us it's like being on a bouncy castle. It's got like a a bit of a a alacrity to it, but it also has got some firm kind of it's going to hold you sort of thing. Is it real? (laughs) Uh, No, doesn't seem to be a real. And now that (laughs) I will say that Rupert kind of goes, "Excuse me, can I? Are you there still?" And the the mouth just seems to be stone now. Uh. Oh. Oh! Do not answer. He's stone. He's stone like man outside. What? 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 What do we do? That we have. You hear that? You hear that magical, mystical sound? That was really ominous. I'm really impressed that you know words like omnibus. 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 Very good. Omnibus. Very, very good. You're very good. You're very smart. (laughs) She blushes. (laughs) I teach her sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Once she's she's grabbed the ball, she'll kick it down the stairs rather than, like, actually holding it in her ball. Like football. And then she'll run down and chase after it and trip over her own foot at the bottom of the step. You are liability! (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, You come down... I don't know what that word means, but I hear uh, Quentin shout it at me sometimes. (laughs) It must be a good thing. Um, You come down and you find yourself in a circular room. Um, This one has uh, another door on the other end of the room. um, And around the wall uh, are... Just need to open my sheet to make sure I did this right, because I wrote this down somewhere. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, there are seven statues around uh, the wall. There are four on the left side of the door and three on the other side. And in the centre, as you come down, almost like um, like an automatic light with a, a motion sensor, a flickering image starts to appear in the centre of the room. Um, and you see this kind of like orangey ethereal lion appear in the centre of the room. Rupert drops onto all fours and growls at it. And Momo copies. No, no, he wants. Um, and nah. ju- just, just if you want to make this weird, imagine Liam Neeson saying this. Um, oh no, I don't like his voice. Because why would Liam <gasps> Neeson play the lion? Um, anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bad casting. Stuff it. <laughs> Best lion in all of world. You know what? You know what? Actually, let's change it for... Because we did this last Christmas as well. Ah, hello there. Welcome oh, to... No. I know this voice. <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to... <laughs> the, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. But this time, it's me, the lion Wogan. Um, anyway. No. He will just talk. Do not, I do not know you, Woken Man, but I do not like you. You're a little bit creepy. If I change it a little bit, it goes slightly towards Ken Bruce of Radio 1. Um, anyway. Okay, we keep the Ken Bruce. I do not know who he is, but we keep it. Anyway, um, so he, he kind of clears his throat and you can see this kind of like projector almost 
uh, as he turns and says, "Help me, Obi Wan! You're our only help." Um, for the oh older my God. crowd, Terry Wogan was playing. <gasps> oh, what an inspired piece of casting! Anyway, it's um, fantastic. Let's go back. Let's go back. Come on, we got this. Um, so, yeah, we can do this. Um, you have managed to deal with the the Witch Queen's tricks and riddles very well this far, and I'm glad that you have made yourself so useful to the course. I am nondescript Lion King character that doesn't have a name that would cause any problems, otherwise known <laughs> as Keith for short. Um, <laughs> what is even happening now? <laughs> I couldn't settle on a name earlier when I was writing this, so I just went with Keith. Um, <laughs> Keith is always a solid name if you don't know what else to use. You I chose the completely wrong moment to take a really big gulp of hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> before you is your um, final challenge. Wow. Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Oh, that's right. uh, before you is your final challenge, but I have prepared you a little boon to keep you going. What is boon? A really loud noise. That's what I'm thinking. It is like the really loud noise, but it gives you the ability to make the loud noise and scare away the bad guys. Oh, and she'll roar again. Like that. Very good. Um, I do not think I need it. I am very fearsome as am. You're welcome to ignore this room. I have placed it here to look after you before you step into the final chamber behind me. Okay, maybe I should take Boone. I am scared. Next, Rupert, stand your ground. In the next room, you will face down the Winter Witch. She will not offer you aid. She has never been a helpful character. If you place one of your orbs you have collected through the lateral rooms in front of one of these statues, you will gain yourself a boon. Okay. Which statue do we place in front of? Well, they all work like... And as he what? says, uh, what he's tried to explain, as he starts to explain, the arcane energy that is his projection cuts out. Hello, Mr. Keith! Um, Hello. To give you an idea of what you can see in front of you. Um, going round from left to right, you can see um, a Goliath holding a great axe with his head on, the, with, his, uh, with his foot resting on the head of a dragon and raising his axe up in the air, roaring. Um, the next one, you can see what looks like an elven female figure um, with a book in one hand and um, a metallic like symbol in her hand to the next one. Uh, the third of which, you can see a uh, more um, hermit-like looking humanoid. Uh, looks to be human in appearance, uh, but has kind of like feral features in their face uh, and more like talon-like fingers rather than claw like nails um, and has like pelts and such wrapped around them. The fourth uh, looks to be your typical look of uh, what you would say like um, like a, a knight. Um, opposite the other side of the door is the other knightly looking one, but this one uh, seems to have this kind of like angelic halo over its head. Um, 
the sixth of which uh, looks to be this kind of like robed figure um, that is kind of held around. It looks like their hands are underneath the robe, holding it up against their um, against their their shoulders, and the hood is over. And as you kind of look around it, as you look underneath the robe, you can see daggers uh, jutting out from where the hands are. Okay. And finally, the other one is a potted plant. Hey, who's using wild magic in this room? <laughs> it's a statue of a potted plant. <laughs> even better. That That's some bad wild magic if it's not even an alive potted plant. And in front of each of the uh, the statues, there is a small little like indent where you could place one of the orbs. So it goes Goliath, Elf, yep. Hermit, Yep. Knight, yep. Daggery robe, dude. Um, knight, plant. holy knight. That's it. Uh, yep. Robe, dagger guy, and then plant. We have silent knight and holy knight. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for getting it. Well, <laughs> then I know the rest. All is calm, all is bright. The, re- the rest all of them the don't reference it. I just put them that way to have Silent Night and Holy Night. <laughs> well, and it made me think that the rest of them are now um, references. Yeah. Technically, they are. Um, the first one is a reference to Kodar. Um, okay. the next one is a reference to Lucian um, even yep. though Lucian was male uh, elven yep. figure cleric um, the, uh, the the bestial looking one is uh, a reference to Stigger the Dump <laughs> oh, I love Stigger the Dump Silent Night, Holy Night um, your rogue is a reference to I, I, I was trying to get uh, the character in my head I can see it in my head I can't think of what it is, but I kind of go with like ominous bad guy, kind of like um, if you've if anyone's played Dragon Age Inquisition uh, with the tarot cards where they show different characters and stuff, that was where the imagery was coming from. Um, and then the uh, the sorcerer statue, wink, um, is because <laughs> what's not to love about a potted plant sorcerer? Exactly, Stephanie, that you. <laughs> One of the few things that didn't happen to Ivanka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was very lucky. At one point she cast Fireball on herself, but she didn't turn into a pie plant. <laughs> I've, in our game, I've done wild magic three or yeah. four times, uh, rolled for it, and it's never happened yet, and I'm scared. Because the longer it goes on, it doesn't happen. <laughs> I just want to get one and have it over with. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, one will help us. <laughs> we need help. We do need help. How did we get help? How did the Keith Wogan man say we get help? So if you place your orb in front of one of them, you will receive a boon from that statue, is what you were told. Ah, okay. The voice came out of nowhere. Okay. Um, which one? one voice in sky do we place both orbs in in front of stained statue or we choose there is only one space in front of each statue so you can play you can both so we place. can make two choices yeah i like like voice said we can we can do choices okay thank you um i don't know how 
band is helpful. Do then, we, um, do we maybe pick the one that looks all holy? Could we could pick the holy one, the knight, the knight with the halo? Would be helpful. Well, I just feel like some some nice people to meet the evil scary witch it would be helpful rupert sits down with his legs crossed and one hand stroking his chin in a thoughtful <laughs> position that sometimes he's seen quentin do <laughs> this, this this is mm, yes early night you're very good we could put we could put ball there do not like I do not like man with with knives for hands. What I about the one with the axe and the line? Mm, I do not know. He seems to fight. Oh, no, we don't want to kill the line because that's no. what Keith was. Exactly. I, I do not think we should do that. I do not think we no, should pick okay. him. We do not pick him. Oh, just for clarification, dagger. it was a dragon head, not a lion head. That oh, is, I've written up. the wrong notes. That's Sorry. fine. No, that's fine. Just check. Just so you're aware, um, it Thanks. was it was a oh, a, a subtle I'm... wink back to uh, the fact that Kodar had nothing to do with that dragon going down because he was on the floor doing nothing. Because <laughs> 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 barbarian. Completely innocent of the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, we are basically dealing with her again. <laughs> I don't know what so you're on about. So we die. <laughs> um instantly okay. again <laughs> um okay i'm i'm mm, what do i pick this is hard what are you picking very clever are you are you, do you putting think, do you think the pointy ears one does magic mm. or do you think they just read books um, no, sir, she just read the book. It'd be a spell book. To uh, to help you in your decisions, um, yeah. just in case. Uh, so you've got a barbarian statue, in the order of what they were. Barbarian statue, cleric statue, yep. dru druid statue, yep. fighter statue, yep. paladin statue, yep. rogue statue, yep. potted plant. <laughs> Sorcerer statue, sir. <laughs> Sorcerer statue. What would be useful against the witch? A fighty person. It gets fighter. Fighty person. Yes. Did you say that was the third one? That was Silent Night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Silent Night, yes. The night like okay, the we one. go silent, silent night and holy night. <laughs> you could go silent night and holy night like in the song. And then all is calm and all is bright. Yes, but except if you look at these last two people, all is daggers for hands, all is plant. <laughs> that is not how song go. You could always eat the plant. Good. I should. I, I I could. I should. Not this one. This one. This one. Not real. Might give you a bit of a teeth problem. <sighs> he flashes <laughs> his teeth. <laughs> he's very proud of because he's only recently grown them. 
I don't know at what age Albert's got teeth, but I've decided. You have a beak. You have a beak. We've got a beak. <laughs> we've got a beak because that's the yeah, owl teeth. part. I've decided they're like geese. They've also got beaks and teeth. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's a really valid argument. <laughs> 16 Candlekeeps so without Liam really content. taking apart the old lore of D&D. <laughs> <laughs> I am ferocious. I am small monstrosity. I am unaligned. <laughs> I win it from stat block. Okay. Okay. I go for Silent Night. So you're placing oh, yourself Holy in... Night. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we'll going holy night. We put our balls down at the same time. Yep. Okay, so we've, okay. we've got um... one. <laughs> <laughs> and the game the shuts ball. down. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Momo dropped the ball. <laughs> ah shit. <laughs> so as you place them down, a um, <laughs> there is a moment where both the knights pull a sword from their scabbards off their back and they knight both of you. Um, in, in their way um, and there is a moment where like a swirl of magic slides from down the blade around you and both of you are now small little owlbear cubs but wrapped in like ethereal magic armour um, with Momo has a little halo above her head as well um, well done, you'll become angel so um, I will send this uh, in text to both of you so you've got it physically in front of you but for Silent Knight or uh, Rupert <laughs> you gain 10 temporary hit points right. and you gain the ability to action surge to do what? To to action surge okay so you take it you can uh, on your turn if you use your action surge you can take a second action and a potential bonus action on the same turn. Oh my god. We already get multi-attack multi already anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Five attacks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you could, you could do so many attacks because of that. You also get second wind. Um, you, can, you can use a bonus action to regain 1d10 plus 2 hit points. This... <laughs> So you're retrieve, retrieve 1d10 plus how two, many hit points? Two hit points. Wow. I'll pop that into your chat there. Um, Thank so you. you're now a, a nice little fighter, Albert. Um, fighter, Albert! I fight! <laughs> and for our paladin, Albert. Um, yeah. Let me just pop this over there. there <laughs> go. That should be in Emma's chat. Um, so yeah. for, our, for our paladin, Albert, you gain 10 temporary hit points. You also have a pool of 15 hit points you can use to heal someone by touching them, including yourself. You regain you regain all these at the end of a long rest in the same way that you'd regain your action surge and uh, things back yep. at the end of a long rest uh, for Rupert. Um, when using your attack, to your action to attack, uh, you may roll a d6. On that d6, if you roll a 5 or a 6... You may add an additional D8 radiant damage to one melee attack. Add additional one D8 radiant damage. Okay. And that's just for Momo. So I'll pop. That's that just for Momo. Oh, yes. sorry. Oh, sorry. So that's fine. Um, the so the fighter one will be for just Rupert. Rupert can do that one, um, as he's now a fighter Albert. And. Um, Albert. 
Momo can now do the paladin stuff because she is a paladin Alba. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And as this, as this boon takes over you and you feel this kind of arcane magic washing over you and making these pretty little armors on you and uh, somehow ah. styling into the... So for Momo, the armor is underneath your pink cape that you've got from your, uh, from your blanket. Um, <laughs> makes you look very like... Uh, super, super kind of knight, <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got um, you've got with um, with Rupert's one. It's over the leather jacket, but just in the collar. You've got the pop up underneath, so it looks like you've got armor that has a leather jacket with it, um, yeah. as, as if the leather jacket is part of the armor. Um, <laughs> because this you're is my cool. favorite character I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> and as as you both have this. Um, all of the uh, all of the statues uh, drop to one knee and bow towards you, and the doors open. Do we? Something forward? is about to happen. Do we step through? Can I sniff? Yeah, make a perception check with advantage. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna sniff for danger first. <laughs> sniff for danger. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so sniffing into into the room, you can smell <laughs> like it smells like there's a stale air that is in the room behind the door, Ooh. and there's like a gentle kind of like undercurrent of rotting that you can smell. Uh, and she gags. <laughs> the very air itself stings your nostrils because it's so cold as you breathe it in. She gags and then rubs her, her nose, um, looks at Rupert and goes, Are you dead? It's very cold. I'll be okay. We have armor now. I have a cape. <laughs> and she'll do like a Superman pose. <laughs> <laughs> Still have jacket. <laughs> well, yep. super Albert. Super okay. Momo. Super Ted, if you will. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll go in. Excellent. But she'll like link her paw through his. Yeah. And, like refuse to go in without him. Okay. So you both come into the room, and you find yourself in what feels like a walk-in freezer. There are piles of bones around the circular room you find yourself in, and there's a rocky outcrop on the far end. Um, that looks a little bit like, I don't know, um, self-confidence cliff. Or something that isn't in another Disney film. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Just sorry, I, I was like, what? Oh! <laughs> the, oh the sphere of existence! <laughs> um... <laughs> And as you step in and you start to pad in, stepping on little uh, bits of bone, you can see there's different like rat bones and like beaver bones and other woodland creatures that have been eaten in here. Um, you can see padding up onto the rock itself, a very big white furred wolf. And its breath hangs in the air as it breathes out the sides of its mullet. Uh, it's uh, like muzzled area. Um, you see, like uh, the the streaks of 
almost freezing air as if every time she breathes out the the air particles freeze just as it hits the air outside and she has flashing blue eyes that look down towards you well i still don't know how all this fits in cupboard but i believe we fight wolf witch And we will see how they fight the wolf witch. <laughs> yeah. In our ultimate or our, our final Christmas episode special. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening all. Thank you very much, my lovelies, for playing. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed it as usual. And we hope that uh, you are looking after yourself in this period. Because obviously December is a very hectic and busy time. And can be mentally straining. So please take mm. this hour to distract yourself as we be silly. And hopefully we can look after you too. Have yes. a great week, and we shall see you next week for the final episode for this year. All I want to say bye, say bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to 16 Candle Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Rupert and Jade Liam Pierce as Momo. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.